Listen for God's word coming to us in scripture. Our hearts and minds are open. A reading from the first chapter of Luke. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break among us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Here ends the reading. God be in our listening. God be in our understanding. Amen. And the Lord departed from our sight that we might return to our heart and find him there. For he departed, and behold, he is here. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you all from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. My mother, Norma Evangelina Knutzenstrand, was 93 when she died. She got seven kids to church and school, clean and fed and nicely dressed, without the blessing of plumbing. In college, when I asked my friends who were city gals what they were getting their moms for Christmas, they said things like, a silk scarf or perfume or pearls. My mother asked for a hatchet to split kindling for the wood stove. She could bake pies and bread and make lefse and amazing Sunday dinners with that wood stove. She could garden and can and make jams and jellies. She sewed and quilted and made everything from rag rugs to prom dresses. She sang in the church choir and played Hawaiian guitar. She taught us silly songs. She loved to read. And in a different setting, I might tell you her entire talk to me about the birds and bees. It was one sentence. My father was a good man, but alcohol had a hold of him until the last couple of years of his life. It was mom's faith, her strong, humble faith in Jesus Christ, that gave her undying hope for his recovery, justified hope, as it turns out. It was her faith that gave her the strength to persevere and be an amazing mother. I could see it growing up. I saw that her faith was what powered her, what strengthened her. Church was a big part of our life, and as long as we lived at home, it was church every Sunday and Wednesday nights in Lent. She forgave easily because Jesus was there in her heart, was our Lord ever in her heart. If her seven kids have a sort of steadiness about us. We learned it from her. To my astonishment, my strong mother, who could do anything and weather anything, aged. Somehow I didn't expect that. And she got COPD and a little confusion and some other things. And instead of being 60, Suddenly she was 93, and it was time for her kids to come together and keep vigil at Wilmer Hospital. She had some internal bleeding, and she wanted to know if the doctor could do anything about it. And he gently explained that her tissues were too weak to hold a suture, 
and that they had done all that they could do. And I guess what I thought I might hear from her then was something about her faith, that she felt secure in the arms of Jesus, that she was ready for heaven. But instead, what she said was, I don't want to leave my family. Her honesty, her love, her vulnerability broke my heart, and I love her for it. It was 14 years ago, and I can still hear her saying it, and I still love her for it. Rising out of darkness is our theme this Lent. Rising out of darkness. There will be a time for each of us when the light fades and the darkness comes, when we remember that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. And when that time comes, a lot of things matter deeply. Our faith, how we tried to make this world a better place, love given and love received, all these things matter. But what is crucially important to us and those who keep vigil is not how brave we are or the words we say or being ready. What is crucial, what matters more than anything else, is what raises us out of the darkness. And it is this, the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Only that. Only that. When her casket was lowered into the grave, I stayed. I wanted to be there for the last six feet of her journey, as she had been there for every step of mine. And what I remember, the image that stays in my mind, was the last thing I saw. It was the cross the pastor made with sand on her casket, when he said, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, and dust to dust. It was directly above the place where a different pastor, 93 years before, at her baptism, had made a cross on her forehead and said, Valborg, child of God, you have been marked with the cross of Christ forever. It was a tender reminder. Jesus loves her, always has, always will. It is a promise sealed by his death and resurrection. Thanks be to Jesus, who loves us, always has, always will. Thanks be to Jesus, who raises us out of the darkness into the shining light of his presence. In the name of Jesus, amen.